Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, episode 62. Miles Garrett, you're a lucky son of a bitch. Pat Mahomes, you're the real MVP. And Lamar Jackson, I owe you an apology. Sorry. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the microphone. Straight from the top of my dome. Welcome back to Look Who's Talking. Ladies and gentlemen, Look Who's Talkers all over the world. Wherever you're listening, we thank you by the grace of God and by the grace of Huck Media, uh, the biggest, baddest media team that brings you Look Who's Talking for 62 episodes now. So ni hao, priviet, hola, bonjour, ciao, and vanagam. Wherever you are, thanks for listening to Look Who's Talking. Remember to follow along on Instagram, at Who's Talking, and subscribe Whatever device you're using to listen, uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Lanyard. I just made that last one up, but you didn't even know that, did you? <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for uh, teaming up. We're growing bigger by the day, and it's all because of you Look Who's Talkers. Thank you very much. Thanks for participating in our Look Who's Talking slash Team at I Will Super Bowl contest. Uh, big raffle coming up. One in 400 tickets is now yours, Mike Morrison. And we know a lot, bunch of other Look Who's Talkers who bought tickets, too. It's all going to the Toronto Rehab Foundation. So look at us, 62 episodes in, doing something good. Besides, hopefully entertain you on your drive home or while you're taking a poop, trying to hide from the daily life uh, with a little bit of NFL and a little bit of weird Mike, uh, Jeffrey Hewlett, Huck Media, and even VOG from time to time. <laughs> Uh, Weird Mike, another week of beautiful gambling, which you displayed on our Instagram page, which many people think have been hijacked totally. I promise I still have the password. Uh, yeah, we're, but, uh, uh, we're up to a 60-40 Insta split. It's it's reasonable. It's a give hey, and take. I've been, on, I've been on the road. There's a time change. I'm giving you credit. But when, when I get back to Centennial Studios, I'll take back a little bit of the reins. I'll tell you, when Huck walked in this morning, he definitely had an Insta-furrowed brow for me. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer, Huck's rocking the toque. That lets me know that winter has indeed started. He goes from toques to flip-flops pretty much every six months. Yep. Huck, is it cold there in Toronto? Not nearly as cold as it was last week. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, again, there's, it's not winter here in the mountains in Kamloops. But, man, it, it, it is night very early. I'm talking like 345. Like, get your kids off the bus. Get them inside because night is coming. It's fucked up. I uh, I smelt that teaser as I was uh, marinating the turkey bowl hype. I am all in on everything Bills Dallas until that game. Yeah, and I might do that teaser again this week. Uh, look out for that. Folks, uh, we're, but we're, the turkey bowl hype is going is real. And go ahead. If you're a listener and not a follower on Instagram, check us out. Mike's been laying down some really nice teasers. He's got a new haircut. He looks kind of like a regular, you know, 2000s man now. And he's laying down some nice teasers. He had the Bills by a half point and the Cowboys by a half point. Again, a teaser is a bet where you could take away roughly six to seven points, depending on how many teams you pick, to get really good teams at much more of a favorable spread. However, you're paying sort of one-to-one for the ticket. Uh, It makes up for his horrible weird pick, which is at an all-time low in our three Wonderful seasons here at Look Who's Talking. But again, he's making some dough. So follow us on Instagram and you can make some too. Yo, there's uh, there's actually money in the fade. Some of the uh, Sunday crew started to fade my weird pick and they cashed. So, you know, ipso facto, cash in your pocket, courtesy of the weird pick. 
There you go. That happened so, on Sunday night. In uh, classic weird Mike fashion, if you are not listening to him, you're welcome. Because he sort of <laughs> knows that so subconsciously. And he might be, if he knows you're fading him, maybe he's purposefully picking the wrong things. We don't encourage that. But if that's what's happening, it's so facto, blah, blah, blah. NFL's a little bit fucked up, you know? I like, uh, uh, I like a good... Uh, I love teasers across all walks of life in my life. Uh, I got the betting teaser. I got the, you know, who doesn't like a good cock tease on the dance floor? Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, I like a good teaser, like a film, you know, tease a film on like a yeah. late night show or something. You know, if you uh, tease my hair, how about that? Fresh out of the salon, weird Mike's got some decent locks. I don't think I've got my, my hair teased. I don't think my dick's going to work for two weeks after this last minute of life. <laughs> <laughs> it was only 20 seconds, folks. You'll what get it is, back somewhere. What do you mean by a little cock tease on the dance floor? <laughs> yeah, a little number with a hot skirt, you know, and she's dancing. She's making the whole night look good. Oh, you know? yeah. Okay. I know what you mean. Like, what, do you, what do you mean? Of course you I know what you I meant mean. Like, I meant like as part of your dancing. You're just like whipping no, it out. No, not me. <laughs> the chick is the cock tease, you clown. Yeah, I, I know. It makes you. Yeah, we've shared some dance offs uh, a couple of nightclubs before. Yeah, you know what it's sure. all about. The abyss, you know, all ages back in the day. Drink a little vodka in the parking lot, go in and drink water all night. How you doing? Um. So, yeah, teasers. The worst real. Dancer. I was the worst dancer ever. No, you had a, you had a really good night in Nashville once. I think you. Uh, I had. Three to four years of faking it to a level <laughs> that was that was somewhat appropriate. That if no, as long as nobody focused in on me for a consecutive twenty-five seconds, it would pass. You know. <laughs> also, nope. also the hip hop that we would listen to made it very easy just to get really fired up. You know, like yeah, that Annie was up, stuff. Annie up, man, always. You know, just to uh, put a ball on that turkey ball. Uh, the Dallas New England game. That's yep. uh, that's a real that's the that's match of the day, game of the week, for sure. Yep. And uh, I'm really hoping, as a Bills fan, that Dallas goes like all in the big spot, the big moment. Jerry's juiced, and they just lay it all out there. And here comes the Buffalo Bills on a short week with nothing to lose on national TV for. Like real national TV, like everybody watching. Yep. For the first time in a decade, maybe. I would say that 80% of American NFL fans, this will be probably the first time they ever see Josh Allen. You know? <laughs> like, like he, he barely makes the highlights. He played at Wyoming. Besides the combine, I, don't, I think the whole NFL world's about to meet Josh Allen. I don't really know if he's ready for that, but... Fuck, I'm fired up for American Thanksgiving. Woo! Uh, Yo, shout out our newest listener, CW, Corey Waterman, a.k.a. Jubby. Coming out of Milton, going to be in the house for uh, U.S. Thanksgiving. Open invite to all the Look Who's Talkers from the bottom of my turkey-beaten heart. Come on down. Another, another CW, uh, which is a Look Who's Talker, is uh, VOG's brother, the, the BOG, the brother of weights. Uh, <laughs> he... He loves ordering a coffee and a water, and me and Craig have gone for breakfast probably 3,000 times. More times than two straight men should really go to breakfast together. <laughs> but uh, a lot of times up in Muskoka with SWS at either Ella's or wherever the hell serving eggs. And he tried, he's tried for many years, and he's somewhat successful at a couple places. 
He orders the Craig weights from the waitress and ho- or the CW and hopes that they figure out that that's a coffee and a water. So we'll try to keep that going. Look who's talkers. You want a coffee and a water at breakfast? Order the CW. Uh, courtesy of the BOG, who is a barbarian of a man. We like to say he's half oak tree, half woman. <laughs> that's who made him. <laughs> Have fun in Bora Bora, bro. Yeah, giddy up. Um, all right. Monday Night Go. Football in Mexico. Uh, I want to say hell of a game because it was my gold pick. Saved me three and three. We're still we're 36, 30, and two. Still a solid picking number from your host, uh, G- Jeff with a G. I almost said G off with a G. Uno momento, por favor. Finalmente un juego casero de Chargers. Dos cerveza, por favor. <laughs> Finally a home game for the Chargers. Is that what you just learned to say in Spanish? That's amazing. Um, you know, I've been working on my Spanish on and off for half a decade. So Absolutely. It's good for yeah. business, right? Um, I'm not saying you're but, good at it, but I'm glad you put some thought into it. The Chargers did not cover last night, but... Uh, there was a growing sentiment that that place would be overrun with Charger fans because they were in San Diego for 40 years, which is a border town. Yeah. And, you know, just being that close means you got a lot of fans. And uh, who said something? One of the KC players mentioned uh, he was blown away. Travis Kels, killer Trav, beauty tight end. Um, he mentioned that there's there was more Chargers fans here than in, in L.A., which is... Not a stretch by any means. This isn't Trump inauguration numbers. This isn't propaganda. That's just probably fucking very true. Yo, I'm, I was watching the game and I was really upset that I had, on my trip to Mexico City in February of this year, I didn't see that stadium. But there was blimp shots. The thing looked like a planet. <laughs> like, how did I not see it? <laughs> you know, I know it's a big city, but I was around it for a full week. Like, somebody would have told me the Stadio Azteca was around the corner I should see cool. it or like, it's this cool. secret, man. It's like, it's cool. Like they, they kept hyping it up anyway. Look dope. Yep. It's got a badass name too. And I mean, it's not quite the Superdome, but uh, Azteca stadium, you know, when, so, you yo, know, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, uh, so, it's, it's a Mexican name. What's the real headline in uh, Mexico city, Jeff? I got a real headline for you. The real headline in Mexico city, like football wise or just yeah, the, the real Mexico. NFL headline this week. After that game finished last night. Um, geez. Uh, You've been waiting for this day. You've been waiting for this day. I've been waiting for this day. You've been waiting for this day, Hugh. Speak on Uh, it. Rivers goes home to his kids at the bye week and never comes back. (laughs) Phillip has gone down the river, folks. He threw four (laughs) picks. Okay. He threw three last week. And I watched that game because, like, I had the cover plus six. Yeah, yeah. And fucking every time he threw a pick, he just took his helmet off. Like, it didn't matter. Like, he couldn't believe the situation, but he didn't care at the same time. Like, it was relief. It was, I don't know what it was like. It was, yeah, he was was a man that. Yeah, he wasn't actually, like, super pissed off. Like, oh, no, I just cost the team. It's like a, I mean, he's been doing this, what, 15, 16 years. He's got like two generations of kids, three dogs and a parrot. Uh, he's like, it looks like a guy on the senior PGA tour, like missing a birdie that should be important. And he just like shrugs, shakes his back, <laughs> farts. And like, he's like, well, you know, what do I even care? Like, 
I'm just doing this because retirement's boring. Like, you know, <laughs> that was a hell of a parallel, Hugh. I think, uh, you know, me and you rarely agree on our metaphors and parallels. That was fucking spot on, bro. Yeah, he's he's in his he used yeah. to be on a real NFL team. Now they don't even have fans. He didn't even move with the team. He's still in San Diego. Uh, have you been to Rivers San Diego? Conference. I would never leave. It's an amazing city. Anyway, they're three and seven. They're done. Done. Four and seven. Four and seven. Four and seven. Four. Broncos is done. That was the game. They got either one yeah, that, game or three games. Yeah. Um, yo, let's get Cam Newton to the Chargers. I've heard a couple of murmurs, a couple of rumors. You know, they got an established roster. They got a decent D, a couple weapons, a couple running backs. Next year, new stadium. Let's go. Phillip, hang it up. Don't make them Eli you. Don't get Eli, Phillip. You're better than that, even though you're not. You could be. Don't get Eli, Phillip, okay? Finish the year. You think he's going to a new franchise? He's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's it. Like, just walk away. We knew Eli wasn't going to switch. Like, hang it up, Phil. Go for your farewell tour now. The season's done. Have a six-game curtain call. Let's go. Free agent, draft something. Heading into the new building. They need some new steam. They need some new karma. They, they need to change the, you know, you see these hands whipping at you via the Skype screen, eh, Hugh? Yeah, yeah, The Chargers yeah. need to make some movement here. <laughs> like, I'm getting all boiled I, up because I, I like I, the bolts. I've always liked I them. just, honestly, I just don't think, it, it rarely works when you, when you, you're somewhere for so long as a quarterback and then you have to go to a different franchise. Like, I feel like, again, like, once some franchise throws you out, like, you're, you just got that bit of that garbage stink on you. Like, you've been left on the curb by the people that bought you. You know, Alex Smith, he kind of worked in the Chiefs, but he wasn't good enough. That's why they got rid of him. Uh, this stuff just doesn't work besides Peyton Manning and, like, Rich Gannon. The, the guys on Straight Out of Vegas brought this up. And it's just, it just doesn't work that much. When you, you know, like Donovan McNabb, once he left Philly to, like, go to the Redskins, he was done. The Redskins continually pick up quarterbacks that are someone else's curbside garbage. Cam's only going to work if he stays in Carolina. That's my prediction. No. But I hope he, I hope Cam, he proves me wrong. Yeah, Cam's not Phillip. Look, he's injured. I, there's a lot of hate nowadays on guys that are fucking hurt. Okay, again, I'm, I've been bagging Mitch Trubisky since he was, like, drafted almost. Oh, my but, God. Hang the fucking kid. Get this guy look, off my television. But look, the guy. I brought this up when I picked against the Bears when they were against the Raiders in London. And the rest of the world was picking the Bears. And I'm like, look, his shoulder got separated. I got shoulders that feel like slinky sometimes. Let me tell you, they don't come back that easily. They don't come back that easily to make breakfast, let alone to play tackle football against the most vicious, built-up athletes in North America. So I just never believed he was going to be back on time. But if you don't come back in somewhat relative time, you can lose your job. So these guys all come back early. And their offensive coordinators try to take care of them a bit by making an easier game plan. And I'll give you, I'll give you another example. Nick Foles, not a shoulder injury, but he broke his what, clavicle, his collarbone. Okay. Yep. You know, expected return, six weeks, five weeks. Sure. To make breakfast. Okay. To throw the ball in practice. Not to face a really ferocious Colts defensive line and linebackers. And then it looked like he had a normal game. But I watched that game because I took Indy late, hard. And 
he they was throwing all these little baby throws. He, they were protecting him. And it, so whether or not his injury affected his game, their protection of his injury affected his game. And, and he's not ready to play at a high level yet. Trubisky, same thing. Cam Newton, same thing. Before you give up on him, Carolina, he's just giving you the best decade of your life. Let's see what he's like healthy before you let him go somewhere else. And I don't think anywhere else is that looking for an option like that anyway. He's too old. The guys like Russell Westbrook, his time came and went with the franchise. It's no hard feelings. He, everybody would benefit from a fresh start. It's not, it's not about disrespect. It's but not about the, other- the guy deserves this or that. The guy's been a prima donna. He had some success. A fresh start in a new big city, L.A., Chicago. I think it makes perfect sense for Cam. I, we'll see what happens. I still believe in Cam, but I want to see a healthy Cam because you got to be able to throw healthy or I can't measure you properly. I, I do think he fits with the Bears, but I think the Bears need a better solution. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, uh, another win for Mahomes. Again, he got me uh, my three and three. And uh, I'll get to that a bit later because uh, I think he's the MVP. But not the MVP that they actually give away at the end of the year. The MVP that the word actually means. Most valuable player. I'll t- touch on that a bit later. Um you're Ravens. Be, pre- be prepared to defend that because Matt Moore sure. threw like 330 yards. So yeah, no problem. All right. Okay. No Go on to Lamar there. I've been waiting all fucking week for this. Go yeah, on, yeah. tell it, tell him Hewlett. Look, you've been you've been uh snorting the lines of the rate that the the Ravens have been laying on the table for like a decade. Yes. And you're starting to be really right. You were right one year and now you're right another year. Two for ten. <laughs> no, it's like um, it's like three for eight. Yeah, I'll give you that. But um, I just want you know, Lamar, if you're a listener, and I hope you are, because uh, I hope everyone listens. Because we love you, Lamar buddy. Jackson. I'm sorry. It's not your fault that I uh, I was a non-believer. It's a whole bunch of running quarterbacks that came before you that I was married to. Because I like running quarterbacks. I always have. I always figured they were the future of football. If you could get a guy who could throw. And run. Kind of like a Russell Wilson prototype. And so I've always liked them. And I don't know why I was so down on you besides your throwing motion. But then I figured it out. And it's my previous marriages. I've been married to running quarterbacks before and it didn't work out and I'm blaming you for it. You are special and I'm sorry. Just had a tough history. You're tough to beat and it's going to be exciting. And my wallet, I think, is going to start to profit from it. Maybe not this week. Uh... From believing in your ability to win football games. That's it. That's what we're talking about here. And I've missed it. When I was a kid and I started watching football, I loved Cordell Stewart. He was a running slash throwing quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. A really traditional team that took on this non-traditional quarterback. Bill Coward didn't really care what the pundits said. I loved it because he was different. He was a recess player playing QB. I liked how most media types didn't think he could do it. I liked how he was facing doubters every week, and he played for Pittsburgh, and, man, those games were really exciting. You never knew if he was going to run it. It was a different kind of football. It was awesome. And then it ended way before I thought it would. He lost some big games. He threw some stupid picks. and His arm wasn't quite as accurate as it needed to be. And right when I got that Cordell jersey, that black Steelers jersey, when you're a kid and you get the, the jersey, man, it's awesome. You love jerseys. I still love jerseys. But he got replaced way before I was ready to say bye for Neil O'Fucking Donald. Neil O'Donnell. 
And it was like getting dumped for the plumber. <laughs> My second love was Mike Vick. And right when he was taking over the league and he lasted longer than Cordell did and did it at a level way much better, he went to jail. And he left me with the kids and the dog. Well, maybe not the dog. Then there was a guy named Tavares Jackson. We got married in Vegas and it lasted about a day. <laughs> but I bet on you way longer than a day because I thought you were Mike Vick too. That's what your uh, scouting looked like. Didn't last. Then there was the year of Tebow. And I was a believer. I didn't care that he couldn't throw. The guy was a winner. You made me money in college. And I knew I figured you were going to make me money in the pros. And I cashed in on that Broncos Steeler playoff game. Well, that marriage lasted one year, and he left me for church and baseball. <laughs> I really like Jake Locker out of college, but for the most part, white QBs just ain't fast enough to run the pros. Just, unfortunately, the way it is. <laughs> Steve Young, Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers, they're quick, but their arms are enough to get them extra yards on the ground. They aren't necessarily running QBs, but they're quick when the situation needs it. Then I fell for Vince Young in college. Who didn't? That was last year. And then uh, and he left me for his mama. <laughs> and he didn't love Raj and he didn't love Vince Young. <laughs> RG3 tricked me again. Then his leg fell off. <laughs> and I said, okay, unless he can throw like Russell Wilson, I'm fucking done with this because these guys keep getting hurt. Kaepernick seemed big enough. He was successful for more than just a year. And then he left me for the civil rights movement. And I'm with you, man. Good for you. I don't think you're starting quarterback anymore. Your your last year's stats sort of prove that, but good enough to be in the league. What but, a uh, farce that was. What a farce anyway, that was. Either way, he left me. <laughs> we were married. I loved him on props, and he left me. Those and Right before they leave, those last few games, they really get you. <laughs> and I'm falling in love, buddy, because now you've smoked me like five weeks in a row, Mr. Lamar Jackson. Good for you. You seem like a great kid, too. But I hope we stay for a while because I'm getting sick of this. I'm on my ninth divorce from running quarterbacks. So stay for a while. Let's do this, man. Win games in cool ways. I talked about the triple quarterback formation that I thought New Orleans was going to start. You would put an RG3 and Lamar Jackson on the same field, Baltimore Ravens, and good for you. It's the future of football that I predicted, and I just thought it was going to be from a different team, and I didn't recognize it. And I get why kids like you. It's the same reason I like Cordell Stewart back in the day. Because I didn't have 20 years of football picking and gambling, which cost me on running quarterbacks. Just like I'm sure my uncle did when he saw Cordell. And he's like, no, nah, this guy's not going to last. And I'm like, you don't know nothing, Uncle John. So I get why kids like him. He's different. He runs a 4-2 can still throw. It's exciting. And he's... Just like Cordell Stewart used to run for these 80-yard plays and Mike Vick did back in the day, it's exactly what Lamar Jackson's doing. And the kids don't have this previous betting experience that makes them, makes them hate running quarterbacks because they cost them. They Lamar hasn't cost them anything yet besides that playoff game last year where we had a, a rating of zero. And maybe that helped confirm something I was, I was sort of hoping for, that he wasn't it. It was a bad game for him, but uh, that guy can play. But he's not the MVP of the league. You're, he's not the MVP. He's the most outstanding player of the year. I think they should give it two awards. I'll get into that in a little bit with our truth of the week. What do you think of my, my apology, Mike? Did that suffice for, for Ravens I, Nation? I was really excited. You kind of really made it not about Lamar at the end there. I was going to suggest that that was your truth of the week. 
No. But uh, but no. Only because I think I have something better. I'm not. I'm not diehard Raven flock. Like I'm on it and I love him. So I'm not in a position to accept or deny the apology. I will, however, acknowledge it and move forward. He's coming to Buffalo, eh? December 8th. It's going down. I saw that. Should so, be a good game. Absolutely a great game. A couple of playoff teams rolling. Bills D at home uh, against a running quarterback. And yeah, this, that's one of those games where suddenly, you know, uh, the uh, cheat code that is Lamar is uh, figured out. And Game Genie's removed. you got to play the game normally. We'll see. That's game. That's a game genie shout out for anyone over the age of thirty. How you doing? Maybe thirty-two. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna try and take a stab at spicing up uh, American Thanksgiving. We're gonna make a pools ticket. Yes. Right now on the air, we're gonna post it on Saturday, a four boxer, and if we hit that money spent on Thursday at Centennial, blowing up the Turkey Bowl. Oh yeah. Going yeah, up on a Thursday. And for those of you who don't know, a pools ticket, if, you, if you're in Ontario, is uh, something you play at any convenience store, and you're picking every team, every game of the week, and you got to pick the winner. There's no point spreads. Pretty common game that like pe- football fans like to play. If you haven't played it yet, here's a reason to play it. There's half a million dollars up for grabs. And everybody who goes 700 perfect, grand. 700 grand. 700 grand up for grabs uh, to anyone who gets all of them right. Sounds a bit harder than it actually is because you can box games, which means you're basically taking a game off the ticket. You don't have to pick the winner. That game, that uh, ability to box games costs extra money, but it's worth it because, again, we're going for 700 grand, and it's the funnest thought-provoking lottery you can play. You want to pick some random numbers that a machine shoots out? Good for you. Okay? You want to put some research in? Tell us which games, which football teams are going to win? Let your mind do the work. All right? It's like being a casino. Don't play the slots. A monkey could do it. Okay, play a game that you could use your brain with. So here we go. We're going to play a pools ticket on the air. If you agree, disagree, let us know in our comments on Instagram at Who's Talking. I'd like to apologize for Hewlett's last 30 seconds because every one of our listeners knows what a fucking pools ticket is. All right, we'll see. We'll see. don't insult their football knowledge. Dude, I talked about the truth of the week was live betting two weeks ago. I got a lot of messages about that. People like didn't even know you could do that. So... Pools ticket, 700K, kickstart the party, Huck. Also, me and Mike have been either solo or co-winners of this. I've won it about seven to eight times going back to Fanshawe College with the boys. I got um, uh, I got three or four, including last month I hit. Yeah, so this shit does happen. So there you go. Uh, all right, here we go. What's the first game? Uh, Bucks, Falcons. Dirty Birds. Professional Ooh. spoiler. First game, I'll go disagreeing, the- right? I'll go with the, I'll go with the Falcons. I'm, I'm not locked into it. They're in a weird my first thought. Come back to that and box it. Okay, we'll go Falcons for now. I got him. Broncos, Bills. Bills. Circle it. The Circle wagons. it. Giants, Bears. Ooh. 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 Come back to it. Come back to it. Steelers, Bengals. Steelers. I like Thursday Night Losers. We'll ride with the Steelers. Dolphins, Browns. 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 Panthers, Saints. Ooh. Tough everybody's, one. Everybody, everybody's selling Carolina. Everybody's Hard. selling Carolina. Raiders, Come back to that. Jets. Say it again. Raiders, Jets. Raiders. I'll, I'll go with the black hole. I'll rock with it. Yep. Lions, Redskins. Lions. Lions with their defense. 
Eagles selling the Lions short. Seahawks, Eagles. That's a box. Box. Cowboys, Patriots. I would love to box it. I know you're not crazy about that. Well, come back to it, man. New England's missing something on offense. It's a real problem. Jaguars, Titans. Tennessee. Titans. Yo, what do you think about that, Huck? I love Hockey. it. Hockey. Yeah, love Huck it. loves it. And there was only three, eh? Damn. Yeah. Sunday night That's... is Packers, 49ers. I'll take Green Bay. Green Bay, but we might have to box it. That's a game, folks, that you should probably box, but I'm... I'll roll Packers for now. I think they win the game. And Monday is uh, Ravens-Rams. Damn. Box it. Uh, I feel like you, you know, guys like picked like three games. Andy, uh, no, Wagons. That Mike, was his Mike, initial does, thought. Mike, does, Mike doesn't like boxing the Monday Nighter because you can always hedge your bet depending yeah. on who you pick. So I want to take the favorite. And that way, if we're perfect. Fine. Let's, let's take the Rams. and we'll The Ravens are the favorite, my friend. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's a live home dog. That's good. That's a good fine, scenario. Fine, fine, fine. Take you just said I'm sorry to Lamar. You got to fuck. You can't fade him already. All right, give him a shot. I'm fading him in you picks. <laughs> anyway, as your teaser, right. eh? God take, damn it. Take the Ravens. Uh, okay, let's go back to we got we got to box three more games. Um, Bears, Giants. Box it. Or or take the Giants straight up, man. The Bears are a the mess. Seven point spread. That's too much. Yeah. Let's box it. I'll, I'll box, box it. it. Who knows what's going on with Chicago? There was a weird moment on the sideline, like he was apologizing to Mitch. He didn't bring him back. Like here's the was, weirdest. Here's the weirdest weird. thing. Here's the weirdest thing ever. Nagy, Coach Nagy of the Bears came out in the media and said afterwards, because so Mitch Trubisky was benched for injury reasons or whatever reasons uh, before the last drive of the fourth quarter for Chase Daniel, the perennial backup quarterback. And said that, oh, 0% it was based on play, why we benched him. He said it was based on a hit pointer that he got received during a sack in the second quarter. Let me tell you how the NFL works, folks, for those who don't, those who know. Quarterbacks aren't told in the fourth quarter that an injury will be keeping them out of the game. They tell the coach they're too injured to go back in. That's the NFL. This is the man, this is a tough guys league. And you're not told that a hit pointer takes you out. We boxed that game. Uh Carolina the and the Carolina and the Saints, let's take the Saints. No, I want to come back to that, man. I really do. Okay, fine. I, I think the sure bet in that division is Atlanta. I really do, man. Like, the coach, they've won some games. Uh, they still play the Saints twice. For okay, some reason, so, they don't think they're dead. Uh, I don't know. Well, so we're taking Atlanta over the Bucks. And yes. then, then this, we, I say we take the Saints at home to Carolina. It's a safe play. Kyle Allen versus the Saints defense. Sure, I'll sure. take I'll take the Saints defense. Okay. What else we got? We got uh, Cowboys Patriots. No, that's it, man. We if we're taking those games, Cowboys Patriots. We got to box it. Okay, we box that one. Love it. And then we t- that leaves us taking the Packers straight up. No, that's only three boxes. So then we box the Packers Niners game. No, I I, I want to take the box. There's there's we're missing something here in the NFC South, Hewlett. Okay, the Bucks game then. Fuck it. Those two non-playoff teams. Why are we gonna roll with the Falcons? Okay, okay. There okay, we go. I like the Saints because they're still going for that buy. They want the buy. This is a yep. veteran team who knows how important the buy is. And we mentioned a couple weeks ago. 
the importance of those NFC heavyweights, and they already had their slip up against the Dirty Birds. So you got it. Sure. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so there's our so, ticket. So there's the ticket, folks. Uh, it'll be you posted know. on Saturday. It's a four boxer. If you guys want to make it, help yourself. Weird Mike may or may not ask for five percent of intellectual property. Uh, <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when it's a victory, and everybody's in a much better mood. What Sounds do you like say an uncrossable bridge, but uh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Read out uh, the ticket quick, and, and we'll move on. Uh, four boxer, Turkey Bowl hype game. Bills, Cleveland, Detroit, Green Bay, Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Oakland, New Orleans, Baltimore in the Monday Nighter. And we are boxing the bird game. Eagles, Seahawks. We're boxing the who gives a shit game. Giants, Bears. We're boxing the game of the week. Cowboys, Pats. And we're boxing the we don't think we're dead yet game. Atlanta, Tampa. Right. One of those teams is laying an egg. That game's a, a whitewash. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with that. I get you. Right. The Bucks have just lost a couple in a row. They just, I don't know, just come out for personal reasons, stats, you know? Anyway. Uh, okay. Sweet. I'm fired up. Pools is probably the most exciting thing you can do at a convenience yes. store besides rob it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well said. Thank you. Well, I had a really spicy patty next door one time, and that was, uh, that was pretty exciting, too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yo, uh, before you jump into your picks, uh, Hugh, we're getting a lot of nibbles on that Survivor Reload. People yeah. are about it next year. So the wheels are turning. We threw out the first message, and that's happening. So the Survivor Reload 2020, uh, just like the pool's ticket, Weird Mike's going to have his honey in a lot of pots. So let's, uh, let's spike a couple hundred grand. Survivor Reload, hashtag it. Got his honey in a lot of pots. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You are the Winnie the Pooh of sports betting. Rarely wears <laughs> pants. Shirts too small. Constantly looking for Eeyore, Piglet, and uh, his friends. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, I mentioned my apology to Lamar Jackson. Unfortunately, I am sorry, Lamar. While I missed you. Uh, I don't think you're the MVP of the league, and I'll tell you why. And this week's truth of the week. Yeah, you just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. Lamar Jack, the truth of the week, folks, is that Patrick Mahomes is the MVP of the league. Lamar Jackson's the most outstanding player of the year. Maybe Russell Wilson, even. Most outstanding player of the year. But what's the word valuable mean? the most valuable player of the league. In my mind, that's the guy you wouldn't trade straight up for anybody else. As in, the most valuable player in the league that any team would want. I don't think if any team had Patrick Mahomes, they would trade him right now for anybody, including the Ravens. As in, the, if the Ravens had Patrick Mahomes, they wouldn't trade him for anybody, even Lamar Jackson. And in fact, if, if they were offered Patrick Mahomes for Lamar Jackson, you'd have to take Patrick Mahomes. Besides the the home crowd falling in love with their local hero. Mahomes is the most valuable player of the league. That's what I mean. It was Brady for a long time, mixing maybe a year of Aaron Rodgers, a couple of years of Peyton Manning, and a year of Breeze. Yes, all quarterbacks, because they are the most valuable, most important players on the field. That's Mahomes right now. That, that, 
So for Lamar, though, I want to still reward this and just like other MVP seasons, okay? It's just like basketball. Like LeBron should probably have won it every year for 10 years, okay? But they keep giving it to other guys because it's more about your outstanding season that goes a bit beyond and kind of captures the hearts and minds of media with either your statistics or your team's uh, overachieving, if you will. Uh, but, you know, the award wouldn't really be fair if it was given out that way. The same guy probably won it for a decade. But, but let's be honest, we tend to think of the MVP in like offhand conversations as who's the best player in the league. So we're, if we're giving out only one of those awards, not most outstanding and MVP, and we're only giving out one, who's the most valuable player in the league is who's the best player in the league. And right now, I'm sorry, that's Patrick Mahomes. If you had a franchise, that's who you'd pick, number one overall in the draft. If you could pick anyone in the world, you'd pick Patrick Mahomes first overall. And that's the MVP of the league. So when I hear, uh, you know, on all these stupid media things about the, the, you know, the midseason MVP or who's the MVP right now, sure. But all this is hogwash. It's subterfuge. None of it matters. When push comes to shove, if you owned a team and there was one guy you could pick first overall in the world, it would be Patrick fucking Mahomes. Okay, but because he's missed a couple games, like he was well on his way to winning MVP again. Misses a couple games due to injury. He's not the MVP. He still is. Okay, he misses another couple games. If I owned a, if I owned a team, that's the guy I'd pick number one overall and not trade for anybody. Tom Brady's too old now. If you're starting a franchise and you're looking for value, he's not number one anymore. He's just too old. It's the way it goes. <clears throat> it's like a currency. Who's the player that's worth the most? Even the Pats would trade Brady for Mahomes straight up because of age. Anyway, that's the truth of the week. MVP, it's a dumb award. You should give away most outstanding player of the year and give away MVP of the year to the guy that's just the best. And if the same guy wins it every 10 years, well, so be it. It gives everyone at the water cooler just a little confirmation of who's the best guy in the league right now and not having to debate some stupid MVP award, uh, which doesn't really make any sense. Lamar, I'm sorry. You're not the MVP of the league. You're just having the best year. Good for you. It's still awesome, and I'm going to start betting on you, just not this week, because you're too overvalued. Um, <clears throat> I am picking uh, one team of my Hugh picks uh, that I rarely ever pick, because I don't understand how they win games. And I know two of you understand way more than I do. And they're the Tennessee Titans. Hawk coming off a bye. How is your team off a bye? And Mike, you know this, this coach better than most. Am I stupid? I mean, we, we picked them on our pools ticket, but am I being duped? They were overvalued uh, coming off that win against the Chiefs, which let the Chiefs' value dwindle down. The Chargers beat the Packers. The Chiefs lose to the Titans, and it set up this beautiful gold pick on Monday night, which I was very proud of, because that should have been Chiefs by six. Ended up being Chiefs by three and a half, but it went up to six at game time. Because cooler heads prevailed and sharp money in Vegas. Uh, the Chiefs are about a touchdown better than the Chargers. And uh, thank you, Titans, for lowering the value there. But have I been tricked? I'm about to pick them in Hugh Picks. You might be being tricked. <laughs> I, so lo- I, I love them, but they I, I said a couple weeks ago, like they lose the games they're supposed to win, and they win the games they're supposed to lose. So, and they will do this all the way to a very medium 8-8 eight and eight record. 
So do you want us to box that game on pool talk? Is that what you're telling us? Because that's the vibe I'm getting, bro. No, I I I want them to win, and I think they're going to win, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they lose a game like this. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a three-point spread. I just think that I actually think Gardner Minshew, screw all the Minshew mania. I don't care if he wears bandanas. I don't care if he fucking wears overalls, all right? I think on the field, quarterback-wise, right now, with Nick Foles' current health, uh, and the makeup of that team, and uh, they got a great defense, and but not that good of an O line. And Minshew's more mobile. Plus, he's not nursing a broken clavicle. I think he gives them a better chance to win. And I think we saw that in the Colts game. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Weird Michael? I like how we just kind of made Remember the Titans happen. Yep. Everybody's favorite new segment. That's uh, very encouraging. And I actually think they're going to come out strong. Because that Texan blowout loss to Baltimore really opened up the division. They play on Thursday, so they're going to know where the importance of their schedule lies. Uh, And you might be right on the Minshew thing. I feel like Big Dick Nick is going to come into his own when it's too late. He's going to need a game or two to get back into the swing. Those are the exact games they need to win. And so maybe they should have given him an extra game. But I think the Titans are going to come out strong and just pound the fucking ball, man. You got Derrick Henry. The guy's a Maytag. Get dirty. Get weird. Miss some kicks. Block some kicks. Return some kicks. Did you just call Derrick Henry a Maytag? Yeah. What does that mean? I I like it, I think. Maytag's an appliance. So he's like a... Yeah, he's he's bulky. He's he's tough to bring down. He's a refrigerator. Yeah. Okay, because I thought at first we were going with like he's a repairman, and I'm like, yeah, that works too, you know. <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, he, this, the power running thing is a good point. I think it, if you're a power running team, the bye week helps you even more than other teams. You know, all of those horses on your O line are recharged. Derrick Henry, you know, he's he's a horse. He's got more hay in him, and I think he's good to go. Uh, that section, by the way, is brought to you by Andy Huckle and Huck Media on behalf of Remember the Titans, the, one of the best football movies of all time, not number one, because we all know number one is Rudy. Hello. Uh, yeah. Five foot nothing. A hundred and nothing. <laughs> all right. You ready for you picks? I'm tempted to hijack honors, bro. You're you're playing down to your competition. The, the weird pick is down and out, and you, and you can't find a way to bury it. True. I was red hot for four weeks there. I have somewhat cooled off. Why don't I give you honors, Mike? Because I am fired up about this week. No, no. I just wanted to see if you would. And you did. We're willing to. And I appreciate that, Jeff. Hugh picks still above 500. And here they come at you. This is like if we were golfing and I've had honors for 10 straight holes. And I'm just trying to like turn your game around because we're not on the PGA <laughs> and I just I'm tired of you swearing walking slowly and breaking stuff and, I, and I'm like hey man you take honors and you're like no <laughs> all right there's there's nothing worse than being on the golf course and and having Matt Harris tell you you just hit a good shot all right that's you know when things are going bad when Harris tells you hit a good shot you know time to call it a day no one else I'd rather golf with though the guy commentates on your game like you're in the PGA, and suddenly your shot feels important. 
even if you're shooting 105 and you're going into 17. <laughs> All right, here we go. This week's You Picks. You Okay. Our you picks for the season are 36 victories, 30 losses, and two pushes. Uh, I like our picks this week, and we're going to go right into them. This music's LB Trice. You love it. I love it. So does Detroit. Detroit, what? All right. I'm taking the Oakland Raiders with my gold pick, okay? The Jets, they're on a nice little two-game winning streak coming back from Washington, the place where they don't play professional football anymore, okay? This is like a couple that was having problems, like major problems, cheating on each other. Horrible start to their marriage, and they go on a little trip, okay? A little trip to D.C., easy trip. Saw the site, saw the Lincoln Memorial. Everything was great. Then they come back home, and they realize they have a shitty job, and they live in Jersey in some shitty house. They ain't going to the playoffs. This team sucks. And a real football team's rolling in called the Oakland fucking Raiders. All right? <laughs> Raiders roll by over a touchdown. Sorry, Sam. Next year, Derek Carr's got four extra years of experience. This game is not as close as it thinks. As it seems, I'll take the three points. Love the three points. Get the three points before it becomes three and a half. I like the Raiders here on the road. Good running teams travel well. And, uh, yeah, like the Raiders take the three. They win by six in a classic shitty running game. Love it. All right, I'm taking the Giants off a of bye week. I think I got the better team here. All right, who are the Bears? Who are the Bears getting six and a half points uh, over anybody right now? What have they proven on offense? They're a joke on offense. They are not putting up offensive football points. Okay, and it's making their really good defense uh, have to play from behind. And they're not good at stopping the run. They're good at chasing down quarterbacks. But if you're losing every game, you're not efficient. You're not chasing any quarterbacks down because they're just dumping it or running it. Okay? Uh, the Bears are a couple trying to like save their marriage with one good date. Okay? It's not going to work. The date's going to suck. The whole project didn't work. You're, you're starting QB as a backup, and you don't have a first-round pick. Basically, the roof is leaking. Your wife slept with the mailman. The bank's about to foreclose. Sorry, Bears. No matter how good that bread is at Eastside Mario's, this is over. All right? Go Giants. I think they win straight up. But take the six and a half. Buy a point at seven and a half, and don't even watch the fucking game. All right? Taking the Bills minus four and a half over Denver. It's the first yeah. time. Yeah. First time I've circled the wagons in Hugh Picks this year. Okay. Uh, this is a spread that's more like it. I'll take. I think Denver and Miami a couple weeks ago are basically almost the same caliber team. For some reason, Miami got seventeen and a half points to play with. Okay. This is the Buffalo Bills, not some offensive juggernaut but they're going to win this football game and they're going to win it by at least a touchdown because the Bills defense is going to let Brandon Allen walk into the Ralph and ruin their playoff chances. And this coach is good enough with the details to make sure they got some fast linebackers, some good defensive line and a great secondary. They are not going to let this game get away from them. They're going to play careful football. I like the Bills. Okay. This spread, the spread against Denver, four and a half points. This is what it should have been against Miami a couple weeks ago. Vegas has finally gotten in tune to what the Bills really are. But they are a team geared for the playoffs, and this is one they need to have. All right. Just a damn shame that while Brady's playing uh, in the NFL, home playoff games are going to be tough. But circle the playoffs, Bills. You guys are going there, I think. All right. In the Hawk Media pick of the week, 
I'm taking the Tennessee Titans minus three at Jacksonville. Uh, this is in honor of Minshew Mania and Huck. I think Gardner Minshew gives them a better chance to win. I think Nick Foles nursing his clavicle uh, is just in tough against a tough Titans secondary that's all coming off a of bye week with a couple extra weeks. Also, keep in mind, this is the Patriots' old secondary, the secondary that lost to Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. A little bit of extra pizzazz to get back at him. Uh, for that debacle that was Super Bowl 53. I like the Titans running game off a bye to go through a tired Jacksonville team that's had to travel from London to a shellacking in Indianapolis. Just a good setup for the Titans to win by at least three. I'll take it uh, by the point if you can, two and a half, but I'm taking them at minus three. (laughs) Injuries are real. Remember that, folks. All right. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Sunday night football plus three and a half against the San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. Look, if you did not watch the San Francisco-Arizona game of this past weekend, you might just think, hey, another classic 49ers win this year, one by 10. Whoa. (laughs) Hit the brakes, bro. Okay? Go back to Woodbridge, watch some fucking highlights. All right? They should have probably lost the game by a field goal at home to Arizona, Kyler Murray, and the Air Air Raid offense. They got a really nice, favorable call uh, by the refs there to extend their drive and score a touchdown uh, to go up by three. And then the Arizona Cardinals were trying a crazy-ass lateral play. God bless them for not giving up, okay? Try whatever. Try to win the game. Whether you lose by three or ten, shouldn't matter to you. You ain't picking the game unless you're the Pete Rose of football. So good for you for trying. Bunch of laterals. We like laterals here at Look Who's Talking. We ended up costing them, and they lost by ten. Uh, the Niners did not look great, okay? Jimmy actually looked pretty good, but uh, their defense didn't look that good. I'm taking Green Bay uh, to win this game outright in the game they need to have. They're the better team with a better quarterback, and this is the week, late November, where you start to show. You can't fake it anymore, all right? The Niners have been doing a good job overachieving. Packers have been underachieving. This is where they switch. Taking the Packers, take the three and a half. Love it. And I'm taking the Rams. Am I losing my mind? Picking against the Ravens again? I don't know. We'll see. Okay, we were spitting Bronco fire a couple weeks ago. But uh, look, this is the Super Bowl representatives from last year. They got Jalen Ramsey more intertwined with the defense now. Uh, This is a defense that made the Bears look stupid last week. And I just don't like the Ravens defense enough to stop the Rams offense with Brandon Cooks coming back. I think they're finding their footing on Monday Night Football and score more points than they've been doing. And I think the Ravens will run into some problems here with a stacked Rams defense and Wade Phillips, who's seen this shit before. So with the season on the line for the Rams, I think they get it done on Monday Night Football. That extra half point is beauty. I'm betting the number here for the Rams to not lose by more than three. Take the three and a half at home, taking the Rams. All right. Those are your Hugh picks. You! Woo! Big thoughts. A lot of, lot of, lot of thoughts here, Hugh, before I get my mucho, weird, weird pick. thoughts. Yeah. Uh, great analogy with the New York Jets just trying to save their marriage by heading to D.C. for the weekend, you know? Sure. A little, yeah. a little, a little room service, a couple bathrobes. Absolutely. You know, a little foreplay. Uh, easy, you know, I took that trip. trip. I took that trip. And, yeah. Uh, Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> It's about fucking time you take the bills, bro. It's about fucking time you take you jump on. Well, you're always on, but uh, Green Bay's off the bye. I think that's uh, 
And yeah. they laid yeah, an egg. Sure. They laid an egg when they traveled west to Chargers uh, a couple weeks ago. Got shellacked. Yes. And I don't think they're going to do the same thing this time going west. Much more business-like, much more nose to the ground. I, I'm, I'm talking myself into a fucking Green Bay smash here. Yep. You know, if I'm at the end of my carry here, 11 weeks, and I got a couple pennies in the bank. Yeah. Uh, well, you didn't really, you, might, really didn't want to, you really didn't want to box them on a pools ticket. You're very heavy packer, which normally I am, which probably sounded a bit weird to come. <laughs> heavy packer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, you are, Jeff. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> Um, and finally, what the fudge, man? What kind of apology to Lamar was that? You apologize, then you take Pat Mahomes for the MVP, and then you and then you take the Rams on Monday night. You apologize to Lamar, and then you it was a and then you backhand him twice. Yeah, as, as the episode continued on, uh, uh, Raven Nation does not accept the apology, Jeff. The the flock. The, the flock, flock. Raven's flock. What about me? What about Raven? Well, listen, you mother flockers. Okay, I said sorry. I mean it. And I'll probably pick you next week. When you lose to the Rams and the value comes down a little bit. That's one half point too many for me in L.A. against the NFC champs. Well, Yo, weird, uh, Mike, do yeah. you have a pick for the people? Whether they should fade it or pick it, you let them know. <laughs> uh... I touched on it earlier, and my heart got me into this mess. I was four and two, and now I'm four and eight. We're six down in a row, <laughs> including an embarrassing zero for two before the Sunday kickoffs a couple of weeks ago. Um, and and you wanted to double down last week, and Huck didn't let you. I, I can't even get the words out, folks. You have no idea. This is this is the biggest sore spot in my life right now, across all mediums: women, sports, business. This this is it. I folks, yearn. For those who can't see him on Skype right now, it's like a man holding in a verbal fart. <laughs> Just let it out, man. It doesn't smell. Okay. The Turkey Bowl hype. All things Bills, Dallas. Wow. America's game of the week, Cowboys, Sorry. six and a half plus at Tom Shady and Billy B. I want more. Give it to me. If it goes over a touchdown, I'm going to hit it hard. I don't think it will because Dallas loves to show up in these spots and gets their heart broken. But they're going to leave it all on the field. Dak wants a signature win. You don't get 40 mil unless you beat the champ or, or at thereof. Like it's a good, that's a really good point. It's a so, really solid you know, point. Dak wants this. Can beat Tom, beat Bill, uh, put some space on the Eagles. Everybody's watching. This, the schedule gets favorable after. Leave it all on the field, man. Look past the Bills. Your season is in Foxborough. I told you Jerry Jones is going to be juiced up. He's oh, in yeah. Foxborough once every eight years. Okay, defending champs, America's team's coming to town. Zeke, Dak, Cooper. Let's do it. Six and a half. If it goes to seven, hit it hard. Like it at six and a half. And uh, don't fade this one, guys. Don't fade this one. All right? I, I like... I like this pick. This is the most classic weird Mike get off the schneid. By the way, if your name's schneid, what's up? Uh... <laughs> Uh, 
for Weird Mike to get off the schneid. He's picking against the Patriots at home. And uh, I and I still like the pick. I do. There's something missing on the Pats offense. They couldn't even they couldn't do anything in in the Eagles game. Uh, but, was the, but they still won because their defense is for real. But uh, you're right, man. Jerry Jones wants to have a John, Johnny Walker blue label party in that owner's box at Gillette Stadium. Yeah, he, he wants does. it bad. And if he uh, gets that party, if Dak Prescott gives him that party, he'll give him, he'll give him all the money. I see it. It's a good point. Hashtag verbal fart. Hashtag secure the bag. Get you, you got some news that doesn't matter, Hugh? I do. I do. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> uh, Best one yet. Right? Pretty good. Yep. Drinking this mount- mountain water here, man. It's really good. I, I was going to say the top one. Bottle the tap water, bring it home. It's fucking delicious. Okay, there has been a Bengals guy on the roof. You probably saw this on Barstool, folks, but if you didn't, we think it's pretty cool. Uh, in week two, when the Bengals lost, this guy who lives about 20 miles outside of Cincinnati and he owns a bar, it's kind of a Bengals sports bar, uh, he's been on his roof claiming that he won't get down until the Bengals win. And he's been up there, he's got a tent, he's got Wi-Fi, he's got a space heater, and he's getting people to bring up food from his restaurant every day. Sounds pretty good, actually. And he's got wife and kids at home. Sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> and uh, we were looking at their schedule, folks. And we don't think this guy's getting on off the roof till maybe week one next year. And that might not even be a, an easy an easy game. You probably have a new quarterback, maybe a new coach. Get yeah, used he- to it up there, bro. You could get down at the draft. The number one pick is like a is like a win, right? You got to. Sure, I would treat it as. So Bengals got uh, Steelers. No, they got some chance. They got they play the Jets at home. Come on, that's that's a winnable game. If Sam Darnold's healthy and like Lev Bell's healthy, like they win that game. That's, well, that's a an, Jets win. That's another Jets weekend getaway. Exactly. Uh, let's, let's head to the Queen City. Yeah, let's go to Cincinnati. <laughs> we'll get some whatever they eat in Cincinnati. You know. <laughs> Some fried chicken up in Cincinnati. Sure, we'll go see a Reds game. You know, <laughs> and uh, this All is right. our this is our last show cross country, right? You're heading home, Hugh. Yeah. Speaking of which, I will be driving. Uh, I'll be driving through the Grey Cup. Basically, I'm leaving on Saturday and solo mish across the country again, folks. And uh, I'll be driving through the Grey Cup, where the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are are, are playing the Hamilton Tiger Cats. By the way, this uh, CFL Minute brought to you by the BOG, the brother of Waits. Big CFL fan. Um, kind of funny, though. There's, speaking of our Bengals doing the roof, there's been a Blue Bombers fan. I heard this on local fucking sports radio who I guess the Blue Bombers lost the Grey Cup like 16 years ago. Well, when they lost 15, 16 years ago, we'll get Leslie to look it up. Leslie! Just making some fajitas. Jeff, uh, yeah, I got the headline here. Oh, Yeah. What is it, Huck? This is from, he hasn't uh, worn pants. From Global News, Blue Bombers fan hopes to break 18-year no-pants streak. There you go. <laughs> and the guy lives in fucking Winnipeg. And he has not worn pants in 18 years. Claiming. And he's been apparently, like, you know, uh, referenced on this. As in he's, people have been backing him up. That he has not worn pants in 18 years. Claiming he will wear pants again when the Bombers... Lift the Grey Cup. 
First of all, people are crazy about the CFL outside of Toronto. Second of all, holy shit, bro. That's some cold calves. You know? <laughs> Yo, let's get this guy on the show. What's the uh, what's the spread in the Great Cup? Yeah, check him down. I got no idea. Yo, yo, yo. That's how. That's another. That's a weird pick, folks. Yeah, yeah. We'll get off the back. Schneid. We'll Here let it you is. Double down. Pick the Grey Cup. We got no spread listed. <laughs> it wasn't meant to go. be. It's there off we the go. Board. Never mind. It's off the board we'll get, on Tuesday. Hey, we'll we'll get Weird Mike to Instagram his Grey Cup pick. Yes, All right? I will hey. do that and, and try so and that he actually him. researches it and doesn't just spit it out of his ass at the end of news that doesn't matter. <laughs> Hashtag verbal fart. Right. Hey, Huck, we got a couple of listeners that loved your beer of the week a couple about a month ago. Huck gave out the beer he was drinking. Huck's a big beer connoisseur. Uh, I drink my beers about uh, a half beer every hour, but I can shoot Ryan whiskey fucking faster than they can pour it. But uh, uh, yeah, we had some listeners. M. Robinson hitting us up uh, in our uh, DMs, showing us pictures of Huck's Lake of Bays. What was the beer you picked last time? Uh, Sparkhouse. Sparkhouse. Good ale. I've had it. Again, all beer tastes almost the same for me. I drink Labatt Blue just to bring it back. All right. It was the beer of yesteryear. All right. When the Blue Jays won the whole thing, your dad was drinking Labatt Blue. Bring it back. The beer winners. Uh, But Huck, it's actually not that tasty. What are you going to do? But I always know it's mine at parties because nobody else fucking drinks it. Huck, what's what's the beer? Beer of the week is uh, Locker Room Lager. Whoa, heard heard oh. about it. Yeah, locker room lager. I think Nolan was telling me about one of those. Uh is it good? What's it taste like? Huck, give us uh, give us give us ten seconds of, of your of your palate. I don't know. It's like it's it's like one of the beers you drink a hundred of. Oh fuck. Huck, I love your beer reviews, bro. I love them. I love them. Not wasting my time with what the hops feels like in your mouth. It's the type of beer you drink a hundred of. That's what I fucking like to hear. Like a Miller High Life bottle in the sun. Fucking pound it down. All right. Uh, if you're drinking Huck's Beer of the Week, take some pictures to send it to us. We'll, uh, if you want to hop in on a pool's ticket, well, we just told you how to do it. and we Do it. Two of the Blue Bombers guy with shorts. Man, wear long johns. I don't think that's cheating. Go Bombers this weekend just on behalf of you. And for those Look Who's Talkers who have moved out to Milton, but it's really more Hamilton, hey, go Ticats. Fuck it. <laughs> Oscar Wee Wee. Uh, it's so facto, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Huck, you got any? Shut the Huck up for us. Go Titans. <laughs> Remember, when quarterbacks get hurt, they're really hurt, okay? They could barely make breakfast, let alone play football. Don't trust the injury report until a couple of weeks later. Trubisky, he's not right. Nick Foles, He's medium dick Nick right now. Put Gardner Minshew back in. And uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I'll start picking you next week. Weird Mike, it's been a pleasure. Great haircut. Wish me luck as I cross the country. And, Yo, uh, just a quick uh, traffic guru in me. Watch out yeah. for that Calgary traffic driving through the Great Cup. You maybe have to tiptoe around, you know, around the yeah. stadium area. I think it's right off the highway, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's funny. I caught a bit of the semifinal last week, and I was like, this is literally affecting my drive. If Saskatchewan wins, I maybe leave a different day. If Winnipeg wins, it's different traffic. How about that? Our GTA friends, if you ever get yourself into a traffic conundrum, slide into the Hughes Talking DMs. I'll get you out of a sticky spot. Hashtag fuckways. Okay, traffic is social. 
You ain't gonna find it in no algorithm. Sixty-two. Right. What are you gonna do? Cowboys plus six and a half. Check ways or DM Weird Mike. See what gets back to you faster. <laughs> All right, folks. It'll be. Uh, remember, tell your friends if you like the show. We love you. Uh, if our picks are making you some money, just show us some love. Thanks to James Duhamel, Lee Van Mosdyk, Chris McElhaney, and Mike Morrison for bringing up, and Skip McDonnell for bringing our biggest shares this week. Look who's talking grows organically. It grows through you. Huck, hit the music. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, I get home safe and sound. Woo! Touring this beautiful country of life. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm